0: DigitalMoney.com is really where you want to go to have a safe place to invest. You have enough to worry about. Let us help you set it up, and you'll be extremely happy with our service. Hey, everybody, this is Dave Hodges, host of The Common Sense Show. We are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And for this hour, we're on Take Three. Now, why would I say Take Three? Well, some of you heard and complained, and I understand your frustration, my interviews with Steve Quayle, both of them, two hours, one each, Kathy Rubio, and you're wondering why in some people I interview, there's nothing wrong. And you heard noises like, I don't know, people passing gas. I mean, I hope none of you think we're pulling the microphones up to our rear ends and passing gas into the microphone. But a couple of people that wrote to me, they sure made it sound that way. I don't eat on air. I always use the mute button, particularly if my guest is responding to a question that requires some elaboration. I always go to mute. Uh, i don't know what to tell you except these noises are externally derived they're not coming from us we are all the people i interview steve kathy uh this hour we're going to interview bob griswold we're all experienced on radio if any of us heard the other one farting we'd be calling them on it i mean think use some common sense here people This, this is an attack but let me just say this to you i listened to my two hours with steve and yes it is annoying But the message that Steve was giving us was so right on. And with Kathy Rubio, too, same exact thing. The message is so important, ladies and gentlemen, that you have to put aside the attacks. And if the deep state wasn't concerned about you hearing this stuff, they would leave me alone many of you have heard me for years know this is a relatively new phenomena now we are on a brand new system today yesterday bob griswold and i tried not once but twice and we thought we got through the entire hour the second time no such luck but we are on a brand new system it is more internal it is really really hard to crack this and i've done so at the uh suggestion of one of my colleagues who's very experienced in this business and i think that we may stay one step ahead of the burning bridge at least for this interview so i ask your indulgence and realize that we aren't complete idiots here at the common sense show we do have a quiet environment now occasionally out where i live we get the f-35s flying overhead but if i got the mute button on you don't hear it Okay, so having that said, let's get started and let's hope for clear sailing. But this interview is critical. It is based on real-life situations. Leaked FBI and CIA memos telling us that we're about to become the victims of widespread civil violence and possible attacks on our southern border. Now, the violence will be coast-to-coast the southern border should be very concerning for our friends in the southwest, which I am living in the southwest, as you know. And I'm going to put these questions in terms of Bob, what is the best way to survive these situations? And I'll have some pointed questions as we go. So, people realize that this is designed for you now let me put it this way i don't think you should leave your house again until you listen to this interview i can't be any more blunt than that all right i want to get down to business here but first i have to mention there are three prominent groups and three people that i trust implicitly with my future that I asked to sponsor this show, and they make this show possible. First of all, it's the good people at our food supply company. We call it PrepareWithDave.com. Now, why do I think this is important? Well, when you hear these reports today that I'm going to relay to Bob Griswold, our guest, and ask for his survivalist response, you're going to see, man, I better get my food. Because if any of these things come close to happening, the just-in-time deliveries three to six times a day to your grocery store, to Walmart, wherever, they're going to stop. And you're going to look in the pantry, and you're going to have a holy you-know-what moment if you're not prepped. I can get you into storable food at 70% off, restaurant quality, lots of variety, no GMOs, no glyphosates, and 25-year shelf life. Go to preparewithdave.com. That's preparewithdave.com. Secondly... In the aftermath of any economic collapse, and it's a matter of when, not if, with a $22 trillion debt and all the other debts hanging over our heads like the credit swap derivatives debt of $1.5 quadrillion, do you really want to put all your money in the bank? Don't be like what happened to my great-grandparents, where they were going to the bank to take their money out, and they were wealthy, and they got killed. They lost everything in the depression and i mean they started over from square one what you can do is talk to the good people at renaissance precious metals and those good people are steve Quayle and his assistant daryl they are fantastic i'm a customer so I'm not just saying this as a radio host who's advertising a product. I'm saying this as a customer. I am so glad I am Steve Quayle's customer. One, I trust him. But two, I know my future pretty secure, economically speaking, when the crash comes. Because gold is the only thing that's held its value for 6,000 years. Now, how do you get a hold of Steve and Daryl? You give them a call. 406-586-4842. That's again, 406-586-4842, Renaissance Precious Metals. And finally, a company that I've been associated with for quite a few years now, and I'm really proud to be part of this because this company is saving lives across America. And when the proverbial poop hits the fan, it will save a lot of lives. And I think that'll put Bob Griswold, who's the owner of Ready-Made Resources, in good stead with his maker. I think the Lord will smile down upon Bob and his helpers because they are helping humanity. They have everything you need to survive what's coming. Everything from water filtration to communication to high-end items like night vision, which, by the way, is on sale. And Bob finances this at a very low rate, and he will finance the high-end in things. But the one thing that separates Bob from everybody else, he'll talk to you. He'll assess where you're at. He'll tell you, this is where I think your needs lie. And he'll try to steer you away from, you know, frivolous and irrelevant purchases that will do you no good a lot of people who are in the prepping business most of the ones i know they charge you for this bob gives it to you for free this is why i'm happy and proud and pleased to have ready-made resources as our sponsor and we'll be talking more about ready-made as we go through this particular hour let me bring on bob griswold and bob we got kind of a grim show ahead of us but i would not want to do this with anyone else but you welcome to the show
1: it's always good to be here, Dave. Reality's reality, you know. I was uh, I've listened to the program where uh, I, I read all those comments about noises in the background uh, with you and Steve for the two hours, and I have to say it's probably one of the best programs I've listened to. You know, um, beside the fact that I do have my carrots and croutons ready to, to eat while we're talking. <laughs> um, yeah, well, not, I, I, uh,
0: I've but, got the Miralax and all the other aids here to keep us from passing gas too. So,
1: Dave, <laughs> we are living in times that are just unbelievably. Crazy. perilous. Crazy. I mean, they're, they are crazy. We see every ill. I mean, we have the potential of just, just think of the crowd of people who are running for president in the Democratic side of the ticket. They are just absolutely come off the hinges, people. I mean, Marxists, communists, perverts, people who think they're Indians. I mean, it's just it's, it's insane. None of them are based in reality, and I tell people, if you can be that distracted, you know, and I I say this kindly, Dave, if you can be that distracted that quickly over a couple of noises on a program where you're being given information, you you know, that could save your life, discernment of what's going on, information of what's going on, how to protect yourself, how to position yourself into safety, and you're distracted by a few noises, and I, I don't mean to be cruel, but if you're distracted by a few noises, what are you going to do when the bombs are going off? What are you going to do when when you have crowds of people burning and raping and running around hungry and, and, and noises everywhere when you know the ability to concentrate and focus is the survival to any uh, you know plan that you're going to have, whatever this scenario is, concentration paying attention to details, being on point, focusing, are key. If you can be easily distracted, my gosh, you're gonna be a victim. You know, uh, you just, the situational awareness paying attention to detail, know what's going on. Having It's called a baseline existence. You have normal things going on in your life all the time, and anytime something deviates out of that normal, it violates your baseline. That baseline, and once it's violated, should absolutely cause you to pay attention. The information given the other night, it was explaining how the baseline of what America has known for so long is being violated day in and day out, multiple, multiple times a day, and that's what we need to be listening to, not some noise of somebody, you know, I know you weren't eating, but I'm just saying not some kind of noise in the background. My phone might ring during this interview. I mean, I'm on my business line. Is that going to distract somebody from what we're talking about? It shouldn't. It's just day-to-day stuff that happens. Pay attention to details. Watch for specifics. Listen to what's going on. And that way, when when what happens, you'll be able to focus on Plan to survive it, and not being distracted by whatever it is. So I I wanted to say that. I mean, I I read the comments, and and I understand. I, I do understand people. You know, you hear noise in the background; they want to make you aware of it. But at the same time, you know, any pill is easier to take with a little sugar. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna, you know, say something in a criticizing manner, say it in such a way as to edify, build up, and not just as a uh, derogatory remark. So, uh, with that, um, you, you know, know I'd like to begin, I mean, like I said, we are living in, in very perilous times, Dave. You know, I was watching President Trump the other day at the NRA convention when he signed the uh, the bill that took us out of the U.N. treaty to ban guns. He is saying something by that. He is making a statement. He can't come out and say what he needs to say because
0: I can say he would be torn, I know yeah, exactly, he'd be torn apart in the media. I know exactly what he's what, saying.
1: What, 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 what do you think he's saying?
0: Well, I, I can tell you what my first thought was when I heard that he did this, other than I went hip, hip, hooray, great for the president. Thank you, Mr. President. But I remember what Admiral Yamamoto of the Japanese Imperial Navy told his commander, Tojo. He said, we can't invade the United States. I studied there at UCLA. I know the people. I know the psychology. And if we invade, we'll find an American behind every blade of grass with a rifle. And President Trump is telling us, in my opinion, get ready, because the threat of invasion on our southern border has never been greater. We're close to war in Venezuela with the announcement of nukes there. By the way, that came out of Congress, folks. That isn't anything in the alternative media. And we have all of these issues now. President Trump is saying, arm up, train up, get ready, because you're going to be on your own soon.
1: And you know uh, you're absolutely right. He is. That's a covert message, and and you have once you learn how intelligence works and how people use double speak, um, you, you start to read between the lines, so to speak. And and President Trump, to make that dramatic thing, signing that bill or that executive order right in front of all those people at the NRA convention, he was making a statement that should it should be the the, the shot heard around the world. He is telling Americans his people arm up because. I can tell you, we read the other day, Antifa. They're arming for revolution. Now, Dave, do you think they're buying AK-47s, the ones you get legally at a gun store? No. They are buying the ones that, that are coming in from Mexico, the ones with the selector switch on that You can pop it down to full auto. And if they're buying those, what else is being offered? Are indirect fire weapons being offered, such as mortars, rocket propelled yeah, grenades? Let me what be, else are they buying?
0: Yeah, let me be a little more specific, because I know exactly what you're referring to, Bob. There's a news item out there. Right now, that says that the FBI interrupted and stopped. And this is only one instance of stopping uh, a relationship between Antifa and the drug cartels that were planning to acquire these massive weapons and engage in attacks on Americans and American law enforcement near or at the border. So this is exactly. I mean, we're, Bob, we're talking about something right here that we really need to be concerned about because we're all in crosshairs under this.
1: Yeah, you, know, you said that they're developing a relationship. I would say the relationship's developed, and and that's the thing. This is the, um, Yamamoto. Do you know why he thought when he went to when they went to Midway, he had four carriers, four main battle carriers. He had two fleets coming in—one an invasion fleet, one of a, 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 a supportive fleet with aircraft. He had conquered everything he had touched in the last six months. Overwhelmed it. He destroyed it. And he's coming at Midway. He's thinking that this island.
0: with Dave.com that's water with save eighty dollars for a short time
1: that the Americans won't know about it for uh, you know till the attack begins and it'll take a couple days for the carriers they, to get there and so he went there feeling king of the world he didn't know that we had cracked the code that um, the, that the carriers were sitting there in lay in wait setting up a trap and that when that trapper sprung, within, you know, five minutes, five minutes, his whole command had been bombed out from underneath of him. I mean, he lost three carriers in five minutes, and then a fourth carrier later that day. All the main battle carriers, all the the, the seasoned pilots, all of them were gone. Planes were gone. See, that's, I think, so many times I hear the people on the right saying, yeah, they, they look at these snowflake mama boy things that they see on the, um, Uh, On, on, you know, Facebook and things like that, and go, oh my gosh, these are the people who get a fight. They don't even know a bathroom to go to. That is hubris, the same hubris that caused Yamamoto to overestimate.
0: So you're looking to thank someone special for helping you get through the year. Noble Gold has the perfect gift. It's a four coin set of rare solid 24 karat gold Augusta Saint Gaudens Lady Liberties. These impressive coins are bullion grade proofs, authenticated by the U S Mint. They're changing the current American Eagle design. They're not making any more. Only. 20 left. Buy two sets. It'll cost you less than $10,000 and you'll be gifted a free Apollo 11 coin. Discover more by calling Noble Gold at 877 646 5347.
1: His abilities and underestimate the abilities of the the American Midway fleet are the same. Hubris that we're experiencing now. We I hear these people all the time. The Civil War lasts five minutes. Oh, we'll go there and you know they'll quit and you know this. That's what they. That's what the South thought in in eighteen sixty. You know when we go to war, the North's going to quit and that four years later, five hundred thousand dead, uh, and and they lost the war. I mean the hubris right now I I I see it here on the right is is to me, shaming and shocking because we don't understand. It's not those little snowflake things you see on Facebook which I think it's, it's a conditioning thing by Facebook to make it, underestimate our enemy. Um, we have Black Lives Matter. You, how many ISIS cell groups are in the United States? How many ISIS training centers are in the United States? How many terrorists have come across the Mexican border? How many drug cartels are in the United States? We have the Democrats in collusion with a lot of these people taking payments from them. I mean, I could go on and on and on. That's what we're going to face. We're not going to face some mama's boy that lives in his basement. I mean, we're going to face hardened people who know the art of war. Now, what we have, we do have numbers. We have large amount of numbers. But this is where I, I talk to people all the time. They buy these guns. I call them Safe Queens. They buy food. They they buy it, but they don't know how to use it. It is so imperative at this time we're living is to take your equipment and learn how to use it. Go to a firearms training school. Learn how to use your firearm. You know, the other night I was telling you, Dave, in little town of Madisonville, Tennessee, in which we live, we had a gentleman come into the Walgreens there uh, late at night, and he, at gunpoint, which never happens in Madisonville, um, uh, held up the Walgreens and, and stole money. I mean, you know... Nobody ever thought that would happen where we live. We see school shootings where we don't think they'll happen it, it, this 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 poison of hate that the Democrats have spread and that is being uh, taken up by those aforementioned groups is permeating the whole United States where one big boiling cesspool of hate in this country. And it's coming from the left. I mean, that's why they hate Christianity so much, because, you know, Jesus, our, the founder of our faith, told us to love our neighbors, to do good, to love our wives, to, to give our enemies water. That's based on love. You know, and, and in Marxist, communist dogma cannot have love and exist. They need to have a boogeyman. They need to have people to hate. That's what, that's what motivates these globalists and everything. We hate everybody to doesn't agree with us and we even hate the people that agree with us we hate everybody and so to underestimate what we're facing right now and thinking that you know if if some kind of civil conflict breaks out in this nation and i pray to god it never does happen but if it does break out it'll be a simple little battle that will go and fight and come home and you know enjoy our bowl of ben and jerry's ice cream it's not going to happen that way you got to remember they also have the news media on their side they've had three generations of education of kids we look at these kids coming out of school today they think they're one of 300 gen They're just so confused, but they're hardcore leftists. You see, half of America right now wants socialism the 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 takeover of america is so far down the road while the john q public is sitting there busy you know watching you know whatever entertainment they have on tv not paying attention not using this time redeeming this time to train to learn to put into practice what they will need when the poop hits the fan i mean again you mentioned my gosh i, re- I lived through the cuban missile crisis i remember we came a hair's breath from nuclear war with the russians and now they're putting nuclear weapons back in in venezuela and maybe some other places we don't know what are we going to do ignore it if we ignore it that's an invitation that's just a carte blanche admission that we were defeated if we confront it will it end the same way it ended last time with uh, just a stalemate and we each side agrees to take their toys and go home i don't think so we just see not only in the united states but the world is coming apart i mean just dave social security admits they're going bankrupt in 15 years now i think it could be a lot quicker than that what are you going to do when there's when that, when that money has there's not any you don't get it or there's been a debt reset and all of a sudden that the green dollars we've used to see aren't redeemable anymore remember that happened with uh, so, so silver certificates. It used to be, if, I'm aging myself right now, but if you, if you have a, an old silver certificate, it says that it's actually redeemable in silver at the U.S. Treasury. Well, there came a time when they wouldn't honor that anymore. You can't go to the bank anymore and say, I want four silver quarters, please. You'll get fake quarters. Um, so when when this debt reset happens, it's going to happen very quickly. And all of a sudden, you're going to have to turn in your green money to get the fake, uh, the fake money that's with the debts reset, Social Security, 401Ks, all that's going away. Am I the one saying this, Dave? No. Uh, there's financial, exports, financial experts on both sides that are saying that the debt is out of control. China is telling us, we're not going to lend you any more money if you don't get your debt under control. Russia and China are trying to extract themselves from the, the dollar being the world currency. That one event happens, and America changes forever. It would be just as catastrophic as an EMP that crippled the United States power grid. If, if they pull out uh, and they don't use the dollar as the world currency anymore, first of all, I think we go to war to prevent that. I mean, I'm talking about global war. And you, you don't know, Venezuela might be the excuse to nukes there. And, you know, once the dogs of war let out, we don't know where it'll go. But I know one thing. When it happens and the United States gets in a major, major war, it's not going to be like 1941, where all the Americans came together and we pulled together and, and, and really beat back the forces of tyranny, both in the Japanese Empire and, and in the German, um, you know, war machine. It it took our concerted effort to to beat these people, and and it, all of all of our industry, everything geared up to win that war, those wars. We don't have the industry anymore. We don't have the money anymore. We're deeply in debt, um, and so I think this time it will go totally different. You know like I said in the the last time we tried to record this program, I mean, you know, Dave, the same conditions exist in the United States right now as existed in 1776 that led Thomas Jefferson and John Adams to write the Declaration of Independence. Taxation without representation. I mean, Dave, you remember the $21 trillion that they just threw the national security blanket over and said, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, we don't have to tell you where it's at. We just spent it all. I mean, where did that money go? Twenty-one trillion dollars. You can buy a lot of hammers for twenty-one trillion dollars. Even if they go, even if the Defense Department pays six hundred fifty dollars a hammer. I mean, you think of that. The firearms. Were the British trying to confiscate the firearms? Yes. I mean, what set off the what set off the last civil uh, revolutionary war in this country? Taxation without representation. The Boston Tea Party forced mandates upon the people. You have to do this. You had you had to quarter soldiers in your home if they ever wanted it. You had to do it. I mean, Obamacare, you have to take it. You they don't care if you like it or not. Take it. Vaccines take them. You have no thing. And then the government is weaponized against the people. The IRS, I mean, Obama weaponized the IRS. He weaponized law enforcement agencies of the U.S. government. Uh, The surveillance state where they were surveilling on Americans, I mean, it's just non-stop. And that surveillance state has not gone on. I mean, gone away. It's there. It's still happening. You know, God bless President Trump. He has tried his best to drain the swamp, and he's done a lot of it. Paris Paris, uh, Accord, the Climate I mean, the, the U.N. gun, he's gotten rid of a lot of these things. But the swamp is so massive and so big, Dave. I, I kinda fear how it's gonna end. I mean, you know, there's a there's a saying in Special Forces Circle, learn the lessons of the words written on those on tombstones of people who've died. You know? Um you wanna learn the lessons of history is what it's saying. You wanna learn the lessons of why nations fall, why nations have conquered. And you look at that today, we fit the Roman Empire and every other empire that has gone to the T. So um, now you have some questions for me. I know.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes, I do. I have a lot of questions for you, but let's focus on a big issue. You brought up the subject to EMP and, and, um, Paul Martin and I reported uh, a couple of weeks ago, EMP generators being seen around the country. Man, as soon as we did that interview, my email exploded with citations from people seeing the same thing. So let's talk about EMP takes place. We don't know if it's local or general, but let's say you're in an EMP-affected area. What would you recommend, Bob? Bob?
1: Well, okay, first of all, there's a lot of misnomers about EMP. Uh, Depending on the strength of the EMP, we used EMP weapons when we invaded Iraq, and they were just local weapons, low altitude, so it just turns off a city. Uh, It doesn't turn off the whole nation. You put a a nuclear weapon, a big one, a couple hundred miles up in the air and detonate it, and you can turn off half the United States. Um, Not everything will be affected by it. I mean, some people say not every car will be affected by it, but imagine you've got one out of every ten cars that won't work during rush hour. I mean, that effectively makes every other car unfunctioning because you can't get off the interstate. Um, So, I mean, you you can argue those points infinitely to end. What what will be effective? Your cell phone, you put it in an EMP bag. Great. What happens if the towers go down? I mean, you can still look at pictures and listen to music, I guess, if your cell phone doesn't burn out, but you're not going to be calling anybody. I mean, uh, you know, so we are, like I said, we are looking at, at in Russia, China, Korea, uh, India, uh, other nations, Iran have these capabilities of making these types of weapons that could shut our country down. It could be just a coronal mass ejection. It happened in, in the 1850s where we had a major, major sun activity and it absolutely shut down the tele- telegraph lines and, and so many other things that 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 use the the base...
0: Bob, was that the Carrington event? Is that what you're talking Carrington
1: about? Carrington effect, yes, yes, it was. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it burned up telegraph lines, even even uh, railroad, railroad tracks. Uh, they they absorb so much energy, they caught the um, the creosote soaked logs on fire. Um, so it, it, you, in this country right now, it would be catastrophic. I mean, it, it really would be. And you can say, well, it only affects 10% of the grid. Dave, imagine 10% of the grid down. What would people do? There are people during the last, you see them during yes. hurricanes going on social media, and I hope it's a bad one because I want to go looting. I mean, a lot That's of people bad. say those kind of things anymore. I mean, they look forward to it because it's like, I, we'll just go start looting. So even if even if it affects just basic stuff and law and order breaks down temporarily, we've seen what happens. People go nuts. They want to go looting. They want to do this. And then they'll start destroying infrastructure so that you know, if, if, the, if my neighbor's infrastructure is up and mine's down, I'll just go take his down too and it's not hard to do it. I mean, it's not hard. Um, We saw it happen in California. I mean, when somebody took out a major transformer, just very simple to do. So we live in a society right now where it has become depraved and degenerate. And there's so much of it walking around. I mean, half of it's in the Democratic Party. You just look at it and you see these people. I mean, you know, just saying these things that are just they should be frightening because they sound so Hitlerist. I mean, it's like Mao or, or Stalin. That's what that's the type of things that they're Advocating, killing people, imprisoning people, locking them up, yes. you know, taking away their rights, taking away their firearms for some perceived psychological quirk they have. Uh, again, 1776. So uh, an EMP would be catastrophic. It would be one of the worst events we could suffer in this nation because, again, um, the nation would not pull together, it would pull apart.
0: Um, what do you recommend people have to get through an EMP
1: well, like, again, if an EMP happens, you're not going to be able to buy anything. I mean, if, if if just several of the power plants go down, several of the computer systems that run the credit cards go down, it, it's going to be just a okay. Katie bar the door. I get, I get uh, that, having,
0: Bob. But what what do you recommend they have ahead of time in okay. preparation yeah. for this? Um,
1: definitely a little cash on hand. I mean, because cash will rule for a week or two before people figure out it's not worth anything anymore. But, um, you know, Dave, I mean, if you, if you don't have food and water, you're gonna hit panic zone, and this is what I call it. Just imagine a wall. You're going 90 miles an hour, and the wall is two feet in front of you. Would you rather have it two feet in front of you or 10 miles down the road? 10 miles down the road, you get a chance to react to it. Two feet in front of you, you don't have any chance to react to it. So if you have food and water in your home, you take that panic zone, and you start moving it from two feet away 10 feet away to 100 yards away to a mile away. That's what you start doing. The panic zone gets pushed back further and further. And so, you know, obviously, I mean, I think everybody should have at least a year's food in their house per person. And, and I, I caution people about this because I know, I know, I know what you're selling. I know it's good food. Um, there are so many food companies out there. It's so deceptive, Dave. And I think you know it. I mean, I, I, I actually had one person call and say, well, this,
0: Ladies and gentlemen, right now, go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges.
1: This person's offering a 2,000 calorie food supply, and it's the same as this one. What's the difference? So well, I went and looked. They actually had 26 cans of orange drink. 26 cans of sugar, number 10 cans, because all it is is sugar with orange flavoring in it. So it's 26 cans of sugar. And yeah, so it's 2,000 calories a day, but if that's what you want to survive on, you really need to be looking at your food supply and paying attention and doing due diligence because you want to have protein. You know, you're only going to get protein two ways in a food supply day, either rice and beans or meats. You're not going to get it any other way in any kind of quantity. So you need to really evaluate your food supply because, um, you know, if, if, if you get a food supply and you start living on it and you've been lied to, and one of the biggest lies you hear is, oh, we've got a gazillion servings in our food supply. Well, a serving could be five calories. A serving could be 50 calories. It could be 200 calories, you know, and you really need to do that. And a serving is not a meal. I mean, we think of a serving as like, okay, there's my steak, there's my green beans, there's my potatoes, and i got a drink here. Uh, you know, like an MRE. That's not what a serving is. A serving is a non-defined amount of something that you eat. I mean, a Twinkie is a serving. If you look at a, a package of Twinkies, it says one serving on it. So, I mean, is that what you want to survive on, Dave? You really need to pay attention to it. So food, obviously, you need the ability to filter water. Survival rule number one. Number one, if you don't have water, you don't eat food. If you eat food without water, it's like drinking salt water. You'll die quicker. You have to have water to process it through your body, and if you eat food without water, it just sucks the water that's in your body out because it needs it for the digestion process and the elimination of all the stuff that goes on that you know in your body as it processes food, and it needs water. So, if you don't have water, don't eat your food. Get your water first. Okay. Go get it. And that's the second thing is why it's so important to have a water filter. And both in, with a water filter, I would actually say the the the, the saying, one is none, two is one. You want to have backup with the water. Water is so important, Dave, that you want to have backup. And then you want to have the ability to defend yourself. I mean, uh, here's the government. They're, they know Antifa is being armed to the teeth. They know uh, that one time they were gun running uh, you know, into the United States. They know that ISIS groups in the United States are well armed, but they want you to give your guns up. Um, that, that's insanity. Um, so so and that is to be able to uh, defend yourself. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably step on a few toes here when I say this, but you want a box fed magazine weapon an ar-15 an ak-47 i'm not going to get into the bait which is better the one you have on your hands when you need it is the better one your daddy's shotgun and i hear this all the time it's good for you know maybe one two people um but if you're going to if you have a, a group of uh, home invaders coming in to try to do it you're not going to defend yourself effectively with your daddy's shotgun even a five-round magazine shotgun you could be overwhelmed with it very quickly it takes a long time to reload it specifically speaking if it takes ten. Seconds to reload it, what can happen in a home invasion in 10 seconds? Where I can change a magazine out on an AR 15 in one second and put a new 30 round magazine in there and have 30 more rounds of what they say, hey, just shoot out. Um, so, uh, you know, you want to have that box fed magazine weapon. And you know that are that UN control arms bill that Trump signed was specifically trying to ban those kind of weapons. They weren't trying to ban your daddy's shotgun. They were banning box-fed magazine weapons, you know, um, uh, you know, a magazine that you can put in, take out, put in, and take out, and put new ones in, do it. That's what they were trying to ban. And so, yeah, we don't need for hunting. The, the Founding Fathers made it very, very clear why they put that provision in our Bill of Rights. is because two two reasons. One, for self-defense. Two, a tyrannical government. Um, do we see uh, the need for self-defense today? I would say so. Do we see the elements of a tyrannical government in form, form,ing in our nation? Uh, I'll leave that to people to make the decision, but I'd say we do. So, uh, food, water, defense, and then communication and night vision. I, I, I talk about this all the time. Talking about
0: communication, what kind of communication?
1: Well, again, you know, you might have the little handheld radios you bought down at Walmart, and they say thirty miles on the box or whatever. Go out, try and try, try to get thirty miles. Try to get one mile. I'd say if you get one mile, you're doing good with that radio. Um, I'd say if you get a half a mile, you're doing good with that radio. Even if you live in South Dakota where it's flat, radios work on line of sight. I mean, so if there's hills, buildings, trees, anything in the way, they interfere with the radio signal ham radio is the way to go because, um, you know, you do have higher lines of sight. And a a big thing about ham radio that the, the ones you get down at Walmart don't have is I can remove the antenna from a ham radio. I can put an antenna up, even in a high tree, and that line of sight has just dramatically increased. Because if I'm 50 feet in the air, my line of sight. How far can I see 50 feet in the air versus 5 feet in the air? So um, you can't take the antenna off the the, uh, the ones you buy at the sporting goods store. They don't come off. They're fixed. And they're 4 inches long for a reason. They want limited distance on those radios. That's what they're there for. And plus, there's limited amount of frequencies on those radios. So when you go to them and then somebody else in your area is keyed up on that mic, um, you can't talk. With ham radio, I have two uh, UHF VHF. I have 6 meter. 50. Megahertz, uh, so I have a wide spectrum of um, uh, frequencies to talk on. Now I will tell you this: you get caught talking on ham radio without a license, and bad things are going to happen to you. Get your license; it's not that hard to get it. And don't think this thing that if I I'll just wait till the government collapses and I and then I I'll, I use the radios and there's nobody to do anything. I would like to see. I think your chances of using a ham radio at that point are the same chances of uh, Nancy Pelosi uh, having an AR-15 by her bed with no with a box of bullets and magazines. And at 2 o'clock in the morning, one of the, her friends, the you know, the uh, legal aliens in this country, decide to pay her a visit. And her being able to load that magazine, put it in a gun, charge the weapon, and, uh, you know, protect herself. Uh, it's not going to happen. Uh, you know, radio takes – you have to learn how to use it. There's things you have to learn. And so um, – you know communication does take time, and you need to learn how to use it, so that's what I would tell people. Um, communication is key, ham radio is key. I can talk about things that uh, with people privately that I won't talk about on air um, and and you know some of it's things about like code. Um, I, I mentioned this before you know i I'm a firm believer in that it's called a one time pad code. It has a public key and a private key. It is unbreakable. nobody can break it. If you do it correctly, it is an unbreakable code. There's a quadrillion, quadrillion, quadrillion permutations to it, and even the best supercomputers can't do it. And if they do it, there's going to be so many different messages in there that they won't know which one's the real one. So it's an unbreakable code. All you have to do is go online and and, um, type in uh, one-time pad code, and you'll see, and all the experts agree, it's unbreakable. So I would learn how to use code so that if I needed to transmit information that is highly sensitive, you know, where you would meet where you would do this, what do you have and, and you know your friend says can you do can, how much what, what kind of food supply do you have? You can encode all that to where it's unbreakable And so you could send that information because the last thing you'd want to do is go yeah Joe, I've got six months worth of food supply and I've got a couple guns over here and my two pretty girls are you know living here with me and uh, I mean that's just an invitation for disaster right there. So that and then I mean again if you can't see at night you only half effective when do bad people do things? At night. They can nook because they can hide in the shadows. Um, I tell this to people all the time that they've modern night vision, you can't hide in the shadows. I mean, I've taken people out of my property that have come here and let them put a pair of night vision on me go hiking through the woods. And we live out in the middle of nowhere, so it gets dark. Um, we don't have any ambient light or light pollution, and they're going, they're walking through the woods, going, "Oh my gosh, you see that deer over there, two hundred yards away? He doesn't even see me." That's the kind of the night vision I'm talking about, not the ch- the cheap stuff that doesn't work. And when it does work, it's putting out a massive amount of infrared that anybody with a real night vision would see that infrared source it's, it's uh, putting out and you would look like a walking around christmas tree so those are things i tell people of course there's all kinds of medications and everything we, we talked about this last night dave the questions in any survival seria, uh, scenario you give me are going to be this where am I most vulnerable? None of us like to look at this. We all like to look at, oh, I've got my food, I've got my guns, I've got this, I'm 200 pounds overweight. They don't like to look at that and address that. I mean, it's just something we don't like to look at. But uh, in that scenario, if that is you, you have a vulnerability of your mobility, or you have something wrong, uh, you know, with you physically, or uh, you live in a neighborhood just full of, you know, whack job liberals. I mean, Antifa lives next to you i mean we have to look at our vulnerabilities and we come to to, to terms with the vulnerabilities we have as we age i mean i mean i used to be able to run 100 meters dave in 10.4 seconds and i held held the record in high school for a long time
0: oh my god you know (laughs) you're, you're you're sounding like me (laughs) <laughs> the hardest thing I've had to deal with in my ego, Bob, is my lost athletic ability. And it was inherited. My dad was the state champion in the 100-yard dash in high school. And I came along. I ran a 4 four forty. I had a 36-inch vertical. And now you could time me with a calendar.
1: Yes, That's, exactly. Yeah. So we have to come to terms with these things, Dave. Now, again, even as we age, I go to the gym, work out. I go on the treadmill and do that. And I can usually work circles around somebody my age. So, I mean, I look at it that way. I can I can deal with that vulnerability. I know I have a vulnerability and I deal with it. So whatever your vulnerability is, you need to address it and say, how am I going to deal with this vulnerability? We don't like doing that. And then we need to look at... Um, What are the what? I mean, you know, again, what are my weaknesses? Where am I weak? Where do I have communication? Do I have this? Am I able here? Can I organic garden? Can I do that? Where are my weaknesses? Again, because that deals with your vulnerabilities. What am I weak in? And we need to address that. You know, so many times, night vision and communication. Weaknesses. Okay. You know why they don't deal with communication? There's a learning curve. I don't want to learn. I mean, I'm just being brutally honest right now. I'll probably get people mad at me, but I don't want to learn. It's it's too hard. Um, you, you, if you think that's too hard, wait till you have uh, a group of malfeasants at your door, feasants uh, at your door, and um, they want they want to do something. You think that's going to be hard? And the thing with night vision, it's expensive to get a good unit. It's expensive, so people leave those two holes in their plan because they don't address the expense or the learning curve. It's easy to buy food. It's easy to buy a water filter. It's easy to do all the garden seeds. It's easy to do a lot of that stuff uh, because I can do it in little bitty bits in time and put some away, and it gives me the ability to check a box and feel good about it. But, Dave, anybody who's been overseas, been to places where civil instability is a norm, knows um, that, you know, gosh, it is going to be horrible. It's going to be horrible when it happens. Um, yeah, and so I just tell people know your weaknesses, Where, what are your threats? Uh, again, what are the threats around you? Uh, are your is your critical infrastructure um, vulnerable? I mean, do you live in Montana? And because your critical infrastructure is trucking, what other the trucking goes down? What do they grow in Montana? Wheat, no carrots. You don't grow artichokes in in um, Montana. You don't grow lemons in Montana. Um, you know, you don't grow coffee. You won't get your latte. I mean, uh, those are, those are, those are the threats that you face. Infrastructure threats. Um, you could be in a area that's become becoming predominantly another religion that's a threat. So you have to address those threats and then again, then you can go into what your assets are. It's like a balance sheet. You know, if my assets are better than my liabilities, I'm okay. But when my liabilities start overwhelming my assets, that's not a good thing. And so this is what in any scenario you would give me, Dave, whether it's um, you know, civil disobedience, whatever it is. That's what people need to follow that. They they need to do it because I, Dave, I'll tell you, you give me the scenario and I fully expect these these leftists Marxist godless people to start attacking our infrastructure. I think it's already begun. I think some of the things that are written off as a you know a backhoe digging into a cable thing or you know power grid somebody did something wrong, stupid through the wrong switch. I, I think it's you know our systems are being hacked or just damaged. We do know that transform that transformer out in California a couple of years ago was at purposely destroyed and it shut down a major portion of power grid for a while. Um, fortunately, the the other parts of the grid could pick it up. But I mean, if that happened in four or five different places, you know, they probably couldn't pick it up. So um, that's, what I, that's what I tell people, you know, some of the things that you need to be looking at. Because, you know, Dave, we live, like I said, we're living in extremely perilous times. Uh, we, we look at this thing that Donald Trump somehow, um, you know, got, got off the hook with, the, uh, with this investigation. It, 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 you can just look, they're not giving it up. And I don't put it past Mueller and the Democrats to have colluded together to have to save a bomb, a, a a media bomb, right before the election. Oh, this came out of the Mueller report. This wasn't known. It was unredacted. Trump did this, that, and the other thing. You know, he, he kidnapped a Lindbergh baby. I mean, I fully expect something like that to happen. I mean, you know, it's just, it's there in the card. They will do it. Um, you know, this election coming up, I think we're going to see their need to win the election. They know they need to win this. They can't allow him to appoint more Supreme Court justices that are during the swamp more or whatever. So um, this election... Coming up, I fully expect to see, you know, tensions rise in this nation.
0: And I now, totally agree which, with which, you, which, Bob. I want to pose it, another it, it, scenario for you, if I could, uh, before yes. we run out of time. With the knowledge that Antifa was partnering with the cartels, and probably still is, and they plan to ta- attack Americans, and that the CIA has come out and said there's a definite coup against Trump that's going to intensify in violence over the next two years, let me ask you this question. Are we in danger when we go out in public and go to public events? What, what's your feeling about that?
1: Okay, first I'll address two questions. One about, you know, we talked about Trump. Who's Who's third in line? As far as taking the presidency, Nancy
0: oh, Pelosi. Oh, Nancy, I love Illegals Pelosi, yes.
1: Yeah. What happens if it wasn't just Trump they were after? What happens if they waited for them both to get together? Yeah. I, I mean, hear you. you know, Nancy Pelosi becomes president. I mean, they are at this point. They are so desperate right now. They're at this point. And what would they do if, I mean, if violence broke out? We've got to remember they love violence. Rome Manuel never let a crisis go to waste. Sure. They would use that violence. They would, they would be inciting both sides to shoot each other. They, would have, they have their provocateurs on the right. They're well encamped. They go to church. They do this. They wear their magma hats. They do that. But they're leftists. They're just pretending. They're agent provocateurs implants within those different political groups so that they can sit there yeah let's go do this illegal 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 you know um and and so they would you know they'd be they'd be fostering the, the hate on both sides because then it takes the attention off them and, and so that that's what i well, what i would say with that i mean they we are living in times not only and I, I we've talked about this before um you know unless a person right now is living in the power of the Holy Spirit. Deception is at your doorstep. I just read a story today of a pastor who pastored a major evangelical church. 20 years he's pastored it. started churches. You know what he did? He walked away from his faith, renounced it all. Now, I would say profiling him, there's probably some moral issues that he hasn't dealt with, and it gives him an out to, to deal with it. And I'd like to see where he lands, because where he lands will tell me a lot about why he abandoned his faith. but deception is at our doors. I mean, in all realms, there's spiritual deception is at our door. I mean, the church you go to is apostate. That guy, must he said, I never believed any of it. I just taught it. That's what he said. I mean, so it's it's the, the church you go to is apostate. The education you receive is foolish and deceptive. It denies God as creator. The medicine you take is poison. The food you eat does not nourish your body. It does not give your brain the chemicals and nutrients it needs. And so people's minds are just playing games on them. The TV you're watching is, I mean, you might as well just pour bleach in your brain. It's its just indoctrinating you and destroying you. Social media is exploiting and dissecting you. The news media lies and deceives. What are the former, the, the, in the former Soviet Union what they say, in the news there's no truth, and in the truth there's no news. Uh, and, the, and then the money you have, it's debt. It's all coming to an end. We see this, so it's, first and foremost among all, the preparation should be you know, I'm, I'm walking right with God. I don't have unconfessed sin in my life. I'm studying His word. I'm in, I'm in prayer with him, and, and have the leading of the Holy Spirit in my life because I'm, I, Dave. I'm just watching person after person fall, and going after this this new world. And I can tell you that when 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 the persecution comes, those kind of people that like the, the one that renounced his faith today are going to come out of the woodwork. I did not renounce my faith. I don't believe it. I don't do this. I'll convert to Muslim. I'll, I'll do I'll do whatever. They'll rush to take the mark of the beast. So. Um, that's where we're at and that's the greatest thing we have is the deception we have i mean i can 't believe what people believe i'm a, i'm a i'm, a, I'm a, a, a an echosexual meaning i i i'm mean, an ecosexual i read somebody said they were an ecosexual that they want to marry a tree because they they identify as a
0: tree <laughs> oh I mean, my goodness that's i mean it, 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 uh, it's that's what i haven't heard that's i you know i haven't heard that
1: yeah i, I was reading it, she married a tree.
0: Oh, my God. So uh, what and, and, would, what, what would
1: I'm her, her, But she said she consummated the relationship with the tree.
0: I don't want to hear that part, please. I know. No. I mean, it's um, just, oh. and I'm just
1: saying it's, it's just deception <laughs> well, beyond what we can even imagine.
0: That makes me want to leave. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist the pun. Um, <laughs> I so, caught it. So personally. when she goes to the forest uh, looking for a maid, is she branching out? I mean, I mean, how ridiculous <laughs> does this get? I mean, these it's, people it's, it's, are it's, wackos. It's spiritual
1: deception. It, it's spiritual deception. Jesus said, "Then I don't believe it's possible for his elect to be deceived, because he says he doesn't lose any of them." But that's that's we can argue that point. Um, it, it, Jesus said that the days would become so wicked. First of all, that most people's love would wax cold. And two, that it, if it were possible, even the elect would be deceived. So this is the first and foremost thing I tell people. We have to rely on the power of the Holy Spirit in our life. We have to put on the armor of God in our life. The sword of the Spirit, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the loins girt about with truth, and our feet shod with the gospel, the of peace. We have to have those things in our life because um we're we're just going to see deception that's just, that we if we've just scratched the surface right now it, it 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 what what is coming down the road if this world does not repent and it's just it's not a united states phenomenon this is a global phenomenon of deception the demons have been let out of the cage um is going to be just staggering and they will come for you that's the thing they, hate you. True. Come they will come.
0: Seat. They will come for us. Another topic for another time. I appreciate you sharing your expertise with us in these areas, but you mentioned a few important things that we need to know about. Other than the food, uh, you have ready made resources, and I, I want to give you an opportunity to promote this because it is important. Um you've got the you've got water preparation and you also have uh night vision and you talked about communications and you got about 2 minutes I want you to run through these.
1: Well, communication to me is, is, you don't want to be without it. It's just that ability to to network with your friends, to say, I need help. This is going on. That's going on. Communication is used all over the world to support in disaster times of disaster. I've used it to support things that have happened and helped people. Um, You know, I've told the stories online before, so I won't tell them again, but just times I've used it to help people. Um, And so you imagine you have a crowd gathering out or something's going on fishy around your house. Your spider sense is going on and you're there alone What? how much better would it be to say hey guys um, you know I need your help uh, something's happening over at my house and have good two or three good hard hitting friends come by and say listen what's going on here can we help you I mean that's why people need to network with communication now. When you, you need to set up your what I called your concentric circles of communication. You have your, just like Jesus, your inner three, your, your 12, your 70, and so forth. And then the other thing is, you know, again, Dave, I cannot uh, over, uh, overemphasize the, the need for uh, a piece of modern night vision equipment. Exactly. Uh, you know, you can hike with it. You can hunt with it. That's generally illegal. You can drive a car with it. I wouldn't recommend doing that unless you know you have a place where you're safe to do it. Don't go driving down the street with your night Vision on with your headlights off. But you can do it.
0: And if you're um, a leftist, you can look uh, you for trees in uh, the forest. You can protect with
1: it. yourself with it. <laughs> um, just ask any special forces guys sure. use it. I mean, you, uh, I can hit a target at 200 yards away on a completely dark night, no lights whatsoever, my with my, my night way. vision on. So.
0: I need some of that. I mean, I can't do that kind of shooting. That's fantastic. Well, Bob, my friend, we are out of time. And I want to encourage everyone to go to ReadyMadeResources.com. And, Bob, you've also got a phone number that people can call and talk to you directly if they need advice. And can you give out that number, please?
1: Yes, sir. Uh, 800-627-3809. Again, uh, 800-627-3809. We've been in business 25 years, and we'll be glad to help anybody who calls, Absolutely. whether you can spend money with us or not. So we'll and be glad to note, help On that note,
0: my friend, we are right up against the wall again. Thanks to Bob Griswold for joining us. Stay tuned. This has been a terrific segment, and I'd suggest you listen to it again before leaving the house, because it's got a lot of good safety tips. Bob, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see everybody after the break break. Stay tuned. Thank you.